0: Hello and welcome to episode 15 of Print All The Things. I am Buona. I am going to be your host for today's show. This is a show where we talk about 3D printing and with 3D printing I'm going to be showing you some of the stuff I printed this week uh, with various filaments and also models that I will be sharing with you on where you can get them. Also we'll be touching on some 3D printing news as we find stuff out there that we are willing to talk about. So that's kind of like the the, the premise of the show. Uh, we try to go for like, I don't know, 10 to 15 minutes, sometimes 20 minutes, try to keep it short and sweet and just share with you my love for 3D printing. So the first thing we're want to talk about is kind of like what's in the news. And the first thing I want to talk about is something with Joseph Prusa. And uh, this has to do with open source. And if, if you missed it, Joseph Prusa posted a state of open source 3D in open source and 3D printing in 2023. He posted a a very lengthy article about what he believes open source should be and open source licensing should be in 3D printing because a lot of the firmware, a lot of the software, hardware configurations all revolve around open source, and he expressed his uh, desire to keep it that way. Funny enough, uh, Chris, or Krusty, over at Practical Printing, discovered that Anycubic 3D had, uh, had posted Anycubic slicer and that it was released under an open source license, but he couldn't find the source code. Funny enough that after further investigation, Joseph prusha tweeted this. He says that, and here we go again, another rescan of Prusha Slicer without proper credit and source published. Now, I think that's the crux of the issue here is that uh, the complaints are under the open source license that you just, all you have to do is give credit and you have to publish your source. That's Pretty much the foundations of open source software. So what Anycubic did is that they posted binaries, but no source of what they call Anycubic Slicer. Now, as you f- go further along in this thread, you'll see that there's a lot more evidence that comes to light. There's remnants of the Prusa Slicer code. There's even icons of Prusa Slicer still in their repository. Um, and that's, that's kind of bad. Also, there's even references to, cubic research. As you can see in this screenshot here, so that points to the, to the uh, notion that they did a search and replace for Prussia and put cubic there, in the, the copyright. Um, this is looking pretty bad for Anycubic, and they are, they are, apologizing. They're saying we're going to keep you informed of the outcome. We're going to be trying to make this right. Now, I think the, the, the premise of the open source letter was to uh, get away from the fact of or get away from the activity of companies getting caught. Violating open source licenses before they actually comply with them, because if Krusty had not said anything, would Inacutic have done anything about this? Um, I'm pretty sure somebody else would have found it, but it seems like they're responsive to these things when people uh, call them out on it. And I think that's backwards. I think you should be proactive with uh, open source licensing. Um, And again, if you go back and read Joseph Proust's article on the state of open source and 3D printing, that was the big thing he was talking about. You know, things with Clipper and with Slicer and, you know, with Cura. And a lot of things where open source thrives because a lot uh, some of the features uh, from Cura were brought over to Proust's Slicer and they were given credit for under the open source license. That's how we got organic supports in Proust's Slicer. They basically said... We like Cura's tree support, so we took it and we modified it, gave them credit, published the source. Uh, That's kind of how it works. So kind of sad to see that, but um, it's it's a big controversy right now in the 3D printing community is uh, open source stuff. So let's talk about what I printed. A little bit more more good news or better news. Uh, First thing is from Swat 3 I showed you his, uh, his trucks that I did. I did a racing truck in a couple episodes ago. This one is a classic roadster car. You can get this over on my mini factory uh, to download the model, and I printed a a version of it in the silk blue on Polymaker, and uh, you can get this. I'll put links in the show description. This is the silk blue here, right here, the silk blue from Polymaker. Uh, it's azure blue. Uh, also on their, the poly light land, on, under the poly light brand. This is the silk PLA, uh, just called silk blue. And then there's other color I have called Azura blue. And you can see stuff in both of these. So there's Azure blue and then there's silk blue. So here's what it looks like. And there we go. It is a silk blue roadster and it's in silk. I gotta get the mix, tell my brain to go in opposite directions. And it turned out pretty good. It's articulated, print in place. No supports needed. Works really good. It's got good tolerances. Nice little model. Nice little model there of this classic roadster in silk blue. I love this color, man. I love this silk blue. Definitely love it. So check it out. Uh, Swath 3D. It's in my, on my mini factory. You can get the model there. I'll put the link in the show description. Uh, The next model I want to talk about is, and this one's going to be in both the Silk Blue and the Azure Blue, is a model from ClockSpring 3D, which is a modeler that I'm very fond of. He's made a bunch of models. I have a phone stand. I have tablet stands. I have all kinds of containers that I've printed from him. This was a collaboration with Filament Stories and Hot Makes, and it's a flippy ladder fire truck. You can download this model over on Prusher. I'm sorry, on printables.com. And I printed this one in azure blue in a normal size, and also or in silk blue in a normal size, and also in azure blue at two hundred percent. So it's a nice little, nice little model. The wheels turn, print in place. Yep, and this moves. This is uh actually operational, and I'll show you on the I'll show you on the bigger model. This is actually operational. I'll show you on the bigger model how it actually works. There's a little piece here to lock it in place. It actually fell off on this one, on the silk one, but uh, on the bigger one, it, it stayed on there. So I'm just gonna demonstrate how it works. You can see the little latch there where it is. So if we bring up the bigger, bigger model here, this is the 200% in azure blue. And man, oh man, <laughs> it's a really nice model, really nice model. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna lift this up and there's a little flap here, this little, this little lip. It will hold up the ladder, and now we can use this as such. It has a little lip here that folds in, that folds into place, and then you can, you can do this like this. Actually, I need, I need to get it down here. Arms are getting tired. <laughs> you need to put some weight on it so it'll stand in place, and then you can do that. So it's a nice little articulated model, very easy. Print in place. It's got the Hot Makes logo right there. And it's got the, uh, filament stories logo in the back. Can you see that? Very nice model. Very, very nice model from Clock Spring. Highly recommend you print it. I printed this one on the, uh, on my Prusa MK3S. I didn't mention that with the other models, but I, I, made, I printed this on the Prusa MK3S and, uh, the silk one I printed on the, on my bamboo P1P, and uh, the Roadster model I printed on the bamboo as well. Yep. so it's got a little lip on here too, but it, it fell off, so it's kind of fragile. I actually dropped it, it didn't fall off. <laughs> I was bringing it in here and I dropped it and it just, this little piece right here popped out because I, I damaged it, but yeah. It's a nice, nice little model, nice little articulated model. And for our final model, I needed I needed something practical. Uh, my last toothbrush toothbrush holder that I printed was actually it's actually too small for the the toothbrush holder that I have, and uh, I, I wanted to print another one. So I found this one over on printables.com. This is called a toothbrush holder Voronoi Voronoi, and uh, I printed this one also in azure blue on my uh, on my Prusa MK3S Plus, and this is what it looks like. Actually came out pretty easy, no supports, just print it as is, put the model on there. Uh, I have a 0.6 nozzle, I printed it at 0.2 layer height. I guess I should put those stats on there. 0.6 nozzle, 0.6 millimeter nozzle, and a 0.2 layer height. And that came out pretty nice, came out pretty nice. On my bamboo, I was using a 0.4 nozzle with also 0.2 layer height as well, so I didn't do anything crazy with the settings. And I'm gonna use my use this with my toothbrush. My wife wants one too, so I'm gonna print hers. And probably a polyterra. I have some pastel colors here that I have that I'll be showing you guys next week. I'll be printing hers in one of those colors. Uh, I asked her to pick one, so she's trying to decide for her toothbrush holder because uh, we're going to have separate ones. All right. So there it is. And that concludes this episode of Print All the Things, episode 14. I hope you all enjoyed the content. I'm going to be doing another episode next Wednesday, going to record that. And letting you guys know what I'm printing or anything that's in the 3D printing news that you guys can, uh, can fathom. Check out my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Buana Labs, where I post time lapses and other 3D printing related content. It's also on Twitter at twitter.com slash at Buana Labs as well. Or you can follow me on my main channel, youtube.com slash at Buana, twitter.com slash at Buana, or twitter.com slash Buana. Also, I am on Twitch at Buana Labs. So, so occasionally I'll, I'll stream some prints over on Twitch dot TV slash born labs as well. Thank you for watching the show. I'll see you next time on print all the things. Take care.